I like, hate the way that I love it so much. I, I liked the fact that they made a film interestingly work by sound rather than action. Hey guys, and welcome back to Fortune Theory. Uh, here we are again for another main topic episode. Uh, if you're new to the channel, I'm Oliver and this is Patrick. How you doing? Yeah, so if you're wondering what this is to start with, just a little icebreaker. Um, basically, I've collected the um, Marvel Lego CMF series that came out. Um, very popular as of the beginning of September and uh, had some spares because uh, I bought one too many um, and I just thought to convert my own like sort of Captain Britain ca slash Captain America zombie monster so I've created uh, <laughs> like just this hybrid of um, <laughs> just two Captain America zombie legs with a head in the middle and then mm. Agent Carter's at the top like slowly converting into one just like this mega zombie monster, which I thought could rest nicely on my mic, just to avoid, Brilliant. you know, there'll be some slight interference, I suspect. But yeah, like, so if you're just wondering why that randomly is there, um, but yeah, product like, placement at its finest. Product, product placement at its <laughs> finest. This video is sponsored by Lego and Marvel. Get some. You wish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. Again, not again. <laughs> so, um, oh, God. yeah. So this video, um, we're going to be talking about The Guilty, which is a brand new film that's just come out on Netflix starring Jake Gyllenhaal, um, who you may know from uh, loads of other things, probably most notably at the moment, popularity-wise, um, Spider-Man. But he was also in, um, oh, I can't remember the name a of it. A lot of good my shit. Life. Yeah. A lot of good shit, yeah. What was um, the film he was in? Um, it's the it's one of my favourite well, ones that he was in. in. the um, trivia. What was it called? It had Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo in it as well. They were following this murderer, but it turned out to be Jake Gyllenhaal anyway. Or something. It turned out to be one of them anyway. What was that called? It had one word in the title. What the fuck is it called? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, you what was that film called? What was that called? It's oh. so like well known. What the hell is it called? Hold on. I've got I've got the guilty trivia up here. I'm just gonna like, go to J Jen and Hall. Where are we? Where are you bastard? Right. It's one word. I think it begins I'm... with G. <laughs> it's probably not even <laughs> beginning with G, is it? <laughs> was he in re oh no, okay, it's a remake. Uh... no, he was not in is a new uh he oh my god why can't i remember it Not you know what i'm talking about though don't you it's like the, there's this thing about like a murderer who like just takes someone for a lift or something and like they're in the police station trying to figure out what it is kind of a bit like what well, this is but jake johnson's not really the bad guy well not of the I mean, cases that he deals so with in the story we're probably getting screamed at right now i apologize because i yeah. cannot think of the film well, if um, you know what it is, good for you. That's what that's what I was but saying. But there's so anyway. much. Everest, South Park, Central Love, Nightcrawler, Enemy, Prisoners, Bend of Watch, The Shoes, Time to Dance, Source Code, Love and Other Drugs, Prince of Persia, Jamie Foxx, Feet, Pain and Blame It, Brothers, The Lonely Island, Rendition, Zodiac, Amazing, Jarhead. Proof, so that's Proof. it! Zodiac! That's it, Zodiac. Is that what you're on about? Yes, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> I was thinking about a completely different thing. <gasps> yeah, no, Zodiac. Zodiac, that was what it, it doesn't even begin with G. <laughs> It's one of his best films, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Zodiac. That's the one I was thinking of. So sorry, guys. We yeah, got there. His, the um, I most notably know him. Annoyingly, I think the first time I ever like watched him, like I remember of, is uh, the end. No, what's it called? The Edge of Tomorrow. Um, 
Oh yeah, that's my favorite horror film. World, uh, not a horror like, film, Apocalypse. That's my favorite Apocalypse film. The 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 day, day after, after tomorrow. tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Day, day after tomorrow. tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Yeah, after is a completely different film. Yeah. <laughs> the day after. I knew what you meant when you said it though. The day yeah. after tomorrow. Yeah. I, I, he's like a university student in that, isn't he? And he's trying to get yeah. with this girl. And yeah, yeah. that then jar jarhead zodiac, uh, source code. I, I think the source code I watch next. End of Watch is really good. Prisoners is insane. Uh, anyway, enemy. we could go through his Mark career Hall. as much as we could go through <laughs> his career as much as we go through any actor's career. Um, he's a good one. Like, mm. and I think in this Amazingly role, he's good. perfect. In this role of um, Joe, oh, what was his last name again? Bolt. Oh, I can't God, remember. His, can't uh, remember his name. Last name now. <laughs> it's been too many hours since I've watched it. <laughs> been, yeah, same. <laughs> um, Boiler, Bowler, Biler. Uh, Begins with B, doesn't it? I think I remember. Baylor. Baylor, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking police cop called Baylor. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Just works, yeah. doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I loved it personally. I watched it um, and I instantly thought, okay, Patrick's getting me to watch this for our review. Looks really good. <laughs> um, by the way, the Oh My God wasn't me, but the baby's <laughs> named after me though. <laughs> So that was great. That was brilliant. And that's not the whole reason the Oh My God was about. So spoiler territory uh, um, from this point onwards, if you haven't watched the movie yet, go watch it. It's only about an hour and a half long. It's on Netflix. 90 minutes, um, yeah. Uh, Netflix. Ni- about 90-odd minutes. Um, yeah, so does it follow a true story? Because it kind of feels very, like, true. But um, I think it might be loosely based on unless it said it in the opening credits. Well, it's a remake. It's that... a remake of a film that came out once before, isn't it? Yeah, I've got the trivia up here for it. Remake of a Danish movie called the exact same, called The Guilty the in 2018. Guilty. Yeah, so a, Danish, a remake of a Danish film, which is the second uh, Danish film that Gyllenhaal has starred in a remake of, so being Brothers. Um, and... Wait, Brothers was a remake of a Danish film that Gyllenhaal has also starred in? Yeah. What, Gyllenhaal starred in the, the remake, not the Danish film? Yeah, he starred in the, yeah, the, in, in the adapt, yeah, in the remake, yeah. Yeah, got my adaptation and remake mixed up there. Yeah, he said two Danish remakes he's been part of. Yeah. So this one was in this. You what? keep saying Danishes. Now I'm just building Danish, up an Danish, 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 Danish. I want an apricot. I want I want an apricot and custard Danish now. So um, anyone so who's specific. at home watching that, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if, if, Todd, first... if Todd's watching this, let's get raspberry Swiss rolls together <laughs> <laughs> next time. <laughs> but um. When we started talking yeah. about this earlier, I felt I felt like during our chat we had almost mixed opinions based on like uh, mainly the filmmaking I, aspect of it. I hate like, the way that I love it so much because it's so yeah. like it's so low budget, which I'm guessing is why obviously the original concept was made as a Danish film um, because they're very like niche, aren't they? They're very like that's not to say budget. we're budgetist of like no, films. no, no. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like they don't yeah, really no. like they. Well, they won't have the budget well, of a blockbuster. Danish films are no, Danish yeah. films are known to do like low budget stuff, mm. like just in their nature. Um, but yeah, like um, I really, I I liked the fact that they made a film interestingly work by sound rather than action. Well, this is what like I found and, amazing about it. Yeah, is the fact. That and I they... thought to myself, you could anyone could make this exactly. You know, who's passionate about film making? Because you like... don't, 
they don't talk too much they don't show you too much of what's going on like i think the only real big visual that you'd have to worry about is the big the big forest fire at the end uh, like the edge of the city on the mountain yeah. or which whatever. they even still they didn't right. even have to show that but they choose to get like some cg shots yeah. of like that there's a couple of shots i love the shot i love the shot at the beginning of the helicopter that went past and even the sound as well like the sound felt like 3d 4d when I was watching it, I thought this is this is a this is going to be amazing, and then it just cuts to Jake Gyllenhaal in an office for about an hour and a half, and we're just like, but, for fuck's like, sake! <laughs> it was a thing that is a challenge, especially like the fact that ninety nine percent of the film is in one location, like literally, is just like it. Ta- it makes it e- forty minutes in one room, like two minutes in a hallway, forty minutes in the other room, <laughs> and it's just like literally, and then like one five floor. minutes in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Including the opening like shot, um, the opening main shot after the after the uh, exposition shot. Mm. So literally one and major four. location, and so there's the check. There's the like what I like to call the Chekhov's gun shot, which is like the um, which is the fire, the forest fire on the edge of the hill, and that's to establish that yes, there's problems going on. These are the, all this stuff's gonna like all these phone calls, all these people worried, scared, and fear. This helicopter's coming. There's a big forest fire, so there's a big city incident. Mm. Everyone's worried. Everyone's panicking. Everyone's scared. Sets up something that happens in a minute, um, because in and amongst all that, there's random bits of chaos. So we got yeah. to jump to these guys to now sort it out. So then cuts to this guy who's like clearly having who's Jake Jake John Hall's playing, who's Joe Baylor. <laughs> Still can't take that last name seriously. <laughs> um, he's in the bathroom. He's basically like in it. The thing is, is like a lot of it reminded me of what we did because a couple of years ago we made a film which is on Prime and um, we've seen that a couple of people have bought it. So we want to thank you for those people. Uh, we know whilst it was in, in, it was free on Prime for a time, but now you have to pay for it. Um, it's called Employee 91, but it's uh, Employee hashtag hashtag 0091 because pat decided he wanted to make it technical because he was technically like co-director with our other friend who's joined the army um and yeah (laughs) we did it for university (laughs) to go to the specifics we did it for a uni project for him um it was again it was about a guy who was dealing with like you know severe like stress anxiety and just problems and stutter and he was uh basically in a call room as well but it wasn't like police call room. It wasn't was just the like pressure average business of a nine one one like it wasn't line. the pressure of a nine one one call. He just had mental health issues and um, was just getting stressed at, at things, and he couldn't afford his like living costs, and he lived alone, and um, he wasn't. He was getting issues with his landlord's son and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's um, it's about it's twenty minutes long. Like I'd say, go check out if you're interested in that sort of concept. But if you're not, then I I wouldn't say it's for you. But yeah, if you want to see uh, um, other stuff that we've done that's either better or worse than these podcasts, then <laughs> go check. By all means, go check it out. So, how much is it on Prime? Uh, I don't even think it's worth the money you got to pay for it. Well, like this rate, yeah. honestly, watch I the trailer. Would... Watch the trailer, and that'll probably tell you how the film's going to be. Because um, if you the trailer is about core of the film anyway, if you because <laughs> it's to the trailer's see it. like. Yeah. Then I will genuinely put a uh, Google Drive share link for people to watch it. Yeah. This rate. There's like um. in the trailer, there's about there's about a random mixed up because there's three trailers, isn't there? There's the TV spot that you made. There are there's somewhere the first, I don't even know. The TV they trailer exist and still. the official trailer. It could One have of been them such a better Prime. film, and we were going to be working on a better short version of it, but that's why we're going to be working on a 
We're working on a feature, We're working now. On a new, uh, feature film now called Richard, oh. um, which is loosely based off the original concept we had for the story, but we're changing things around to just be more work. explained and work <laughs> work and basically come across as more interesting and we're basing it off one of our personalities as well so we've um in terms of where it comes to the dire parts of that character so well my personal um, opinion at the moment which, is I'd, i would yeah. like i'd rather watch paint dry than watch a two-hour version of this short we've got at the moment so um it needs to be mm. massively developed um but that's like, yeah so we're, that's... We're, we're working our asses off to get the script right and just to get the casting right because we're we're putting ourselves out there more than just doing it as a quick uni film um but yeah like a lot of it kind of just jake jennifer really reminded me of myself when i was playing that character of um what was his name did he have a name well in employee 91 what was his name wilson wasn't it was it wilson wilson was it let me have a look yeah uh um... <laughs> you don't even remember our own stuff well then to be fair i don't like, yeah no uh no, it no. was uh where are we employee 91 short it was it was wilson it was yeah Mm. a young adult office clock watcher pressured by bills struggling to find himself does he quit or suffer further there you go rent enjoy 249 Uh, Um, i will share i'll just share a drive link just i mean 249 to just 249 just for a laugh to see something but at least watch the full 20 minutes in a trailer before you even decide to buy it. But yeah, like completely up to you. But yeah, like it just, a lot of that kind of remind, a lot of this film reminded me of that. And I feel like people are going to look at that and think, oh, you just copied the Danish version. Or like, oh, you just copied like that. But even though this came out afterwards, I remember I said to you earlier, like, <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, well, purposely directly copied the remake. Um, but I mean, for us anyway, it's just, well, our story in itself, not mm. that it, it relates to this in any means, but it's just... Like... <laughs> well, hurry up the point, because I think people are more interested in us talking about the actual yeah, film than, <laughs> than like our stuff. Well, certain character traits, yeah. I guess, like you said, um, men- mental, well, it's just that mental health-wise. Jake Gyllenhaal's like, going through severe mental health, and we find out why, because um, he explains um, when he's doing all the calls, Like at first he comes across as a bit of a jackass um, like towards people. He's like, he just doesn't give, really give a shit about his job. Like, and you find out, like, he was originally, like, you know, in the field, like, you know, on, you know, out, like, patrolling streets, doing, like, his officer job then. And basically, like, he's been, due to an incident that he has to go to court for the following day after the events of um, the present, um, he's got to go to a courtroom session because he um, murdered a 19-year-old because he wanted to punish him for something he'd done. Although, actually, um, sorry to stop you, like, the, yeah, I don't actually well, think he's got mental health. I just... I, gen- I think he does because I think he's. I mean, obviously, like, it's not well, everyone's got mental. Everyone's got mental health, but like, Obvi- yeah, yeah, he's got any mental yeah. health uh, problems because, like, obviously, he's got the stress of family life that is like compounding throughout the film. Yeah, because his like, like his wife, his ex-wife doesn't really want much to do with him, and like, is kind of excluding him from like their daughters. Hmm. Um, but then he's not really making the best effort to try and make that make amends of that. Um, because he's only doing it out of his own way when he's got a moment. Yeah. Um, and that usually tends to be an unsociable time because as we saw in the film, if you've watched it yet, hopefully you have if you're watching this video, um, he called them at two in the morning. I and love obviously the, the, mother the exposition was like, for that as well. It's like, because how do you show that like he is currently the way he's he ju- is? I think like 
the like, reason he's stressed is because p.m. or two a.m. and it's two a.m. Like it's it's, well. it's two a.m. He's going through some real like trauma with his job, and he's just trying to sort of like deal with. His, he's learning from this specific call that investigation that he's doing, um, basically to just sort his own like shit out, basically and. Mm-hmm. He's on call with this woman who's like using code to, to pretend that she's talking to her daughter, Abby, um, while she's like been abducted by her ex-boyfriend. But um, and he's had like previous felonies, like and has been charged with like assault stuff in the past. So like he's already on their radar. He's trying to get all the calls and the, you know, the cop cars and people actually out there in the field, like on patrol, like to just go over to like people's houses to look after the kids that are alone and look and find the white van where she's been abducted in and they're all busy because of the big fire on the hill and you know all the shit and the chaos that's going on so like he's getting really like frustrated about all that and then like he's just he's got the big court case in the morning and it's like 2 a.m so he's still at work and it's just all like it's all compounding problems it's all compounding and just destroying him and he eventually just sort of decides he's going to go in the other room because he just needs to be on his own he can't be surrounded by so much of it all happening whilst he's dealing with so much of, of it mm. in the same sense in his own. So yeah, going to another room. Plus it helps because like it makes it less boring in the sense of he's just in that one room, I suppose, for like an, mm. for 40 minutes. Yeah. But um and then just in that one room because like same, goes like, to the toilet, goes to this new room, goes. gets a drink, sits back down, goes into the hallway, goes into another room, jumps kind of between that room and the wind and the hallway. Mm. And then eventually Ends up in the room finishes the job, yeah. ends up in the oh god, <laughs> ends up in the um the hospital. I'm um, not the hospital, the toilet, and uh, froze up, vile, yeah. and then decides that he and his lawyer are just gonna who he's been on the phone with. You don't really know the lawyer straight away. I think like the idea is that you just sort of like figure that out quite quickly when the whole idea is like. He's drinking. You need him for the case tomorrow. Um, And he's talking to this woman who's been abducted and he's getting to know her. And then like you get a sense that they're kind of like falling in love with each other because like he's calming her by talking to her about herself and he's getting to learn what she's like and how she is. And like, like she, he's like saving her life or helping her to do so. So, Mm. and being a bit open with her about his own self to kind of distract her from her own problem. And is being really helpful and supportive. And then she's like telling him all about herself, like to just keep calm and whatnot. And then they sort of start falling for each other a little bit. But then like, it's weird because you find out the roles are reversed and you find out that the, the Henry, uh, Henry Fisher who's the name of the, her ex-boyfriend who's like, you think's abducted her. He has abducted her, but he's not done it to be, to kill her or any issues like that. He's done it because um, he's trying to take her back to the this asylum because it turns out she's insane. I think that's what I got from it anyway. As soon because it turns out she's so the, yeah, the it turns out she's the one who's insane. is um as soon as she mentions that like you know the, the snakes, snakes in the stomach or and something. The stomach, he's like you know he's free now, and it's like that moment. Was like, oh, it's one of these, you bitch. Like okay, yeah. Like, she's the she's the yeah. she she's the psych she's, she's the psycho. He's mm. the innocent. He's the innocent one in this case. So like, but uh, obviously he didn't help how he had like families behind him as well for things. Mm. Um, case of assault. What was it? Was it cases of assault? Past yeah, assault. Yeah, he'd had some. I think some a, a case of assault and just some like minor crimes. Um, yeah. Which and his like untidy apartment as well over the phone. It being like 
that's why it's perfect as well. Literally, just with audio, we got like basic descriptions. I mean, obviously, yeah. we can describe somewhere with audio because like, a lot of it you'd feel a lot of it you feel like it felt a bit like filler and irrelevant, but then you kind of realize everything's got a purpose in the story mm-hmm. because even this conversation shown, with Jess, we're we're just being described. We're we're getting everything described to us, and we're witnessing it. We you know with yeah. with Joe, so it's um. It, like I mean, there was a few shots place. where they find the van. They find the van and they go like they go to that. But like yeah. even that feels a bit faded, and it's like in and out. It's like between that and how Joe's picturing necessarily. Like, no, all of the shots outside the room you don't necessarily need. We could have just cut straight. I think it did get to a point time. where it would have been a bit. It did get to a point where it would have been a bit too boring if we didn't see at least some sort of form of like interaction or mm-hmm. between other characters and uh, locations, but. It was just their way, I think. But the fact like, I feel it, like, like we could make this. I feel like we going. could make this in our own way. But yeah, it, this it, is they kept... yeah for people that are that are born. If you're a born storyteller, like take this as inspiration. One room you can make a story, whether it's ten minutes or two hours. This is proof that you can make something captivating. Oh, of anything, like just. Make give it give yourself a challenge. Try to do like a five, like a ten minute one, like one room or one location story. Like it's definitely broadened my horizon mm. <laughs> without any puns intended to our previous, previous work puns. <laughs> of um of previous puns. Um for any of for any of you who've seen our previous content, you I'm not gonna specify, but you'll know what I mean. Um <laughs> like, but it's definitely broadened my horizons in the ter- in terms of like um what we can do in terms of storytelling and how we can do it and where we can do it and what we can present. Yeah. Like you just got to like use your imagination and kind of like, um, not only as a storyteller, but as the characters and as the audience watching it as well, like mm, yeah. to just sort of, you know, incorporate the, so the location as anything you want, because most stories, especially once they end up having sequels require location change mm. for um, purposes of just expanding the world. Yeah. and uh the characters and everything um whereas like in a franchise like harry potter for instance they're just always at hogwarts but the way they make that work is that they go they show you different areas of hog hogwarts is such a big place they show you different areas of it didn't take they long show to you get a different... harry potter reference in did it yeah i know <laughs> no well no it's just an example Got i was like yeah. you know because most of the film is like pretty much set at hogwarts but because it's such a big one location there's mm. so much you can do there yeah so that's kind of just but like it should be that's where the story takes up but yeah like in this case an inspiration yeah for just anyone to like if you're looking at making some sort of massive action epic like i've got ideas for stuff that could work in like one two locations but you also have <laughs> like the massive globe trotting action adventure film like if you've only got 500 quid for a little short film you can't exactly go around the world doing shooting action scenes um, it's something to aim for one day, but prove yourself with something like a one-room story challenge, and prove yourself to the world that you can tell a story. Yeah, don't you... use it as an opportunity to be lazy and not think, oh, well, I don't, I can't be asked to go to this location to do this, so I'll just do it from here, and that'll be good enough as it is. So I don't really and need also, to do that. Use, do it, like if you got the chance and the opportunity and the tools and the mindset to go out and actually, like, you know, do something, do it. Don't just think, oh, I can limit myself to this one location. You don't have to, mm. you know. But Use the if the story requires that, you know, like 
Yeah. Filmmaking is all about technically like magic of like the illusion of just visual like video and audio. Like I think a lot of people and I I kind of I'm still like this in a way I used to be massively like this for like trying to tell a story through video is like how do I like you're sometimes thinking too much in the literal reality of like I want to film this I want to film that so where do I go now because I don't want it to look like that well think about your imagination of how you want it to play out like you can do there's so many like techniques you can use to like for instance there's your visual one if you're wanting to show a cat I don't want to be too much into in, in depth of filmmaking but like is a technique where, like, if you only want to use one side of a room, for instance, or you don't want to have to uh, spend so much time changing around the setup, you film one angle, and then you get the other actor for what would be the other, like, 180-degree reverse angle, but you just literally switch it around so you'll stick into the same angle in it. It's a filmmaking technique. Search, I think it's the French... Reverse. I might be wrong with that. I think it's a French reverse. Look it up. I feel like this yeah. channel is just anyway. going to eventually become motivational speaking <laughs> for people who do filmmaking. Just do it! Do it. Use the Nike brand and do it. Um, yeah. But anyway, the guilty to stick on topic. So yeah. I go over some trivia. Anyway, so did you know... It wasn't It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Said, oh you said, oh my know? God. Ollie uh, wasn't in this. Um, was not in this no i felt like they might have used like i when i when you first showed me that trailer we first spoke about it a few podcasts ago um i did think have they like cut that from a fortune theory video or like something else because that would have been made like probably you know uh, that would have been at least filmed or shot or you know not maybe not written but filmed or shot after we would have started the channel so you know there's nothing to say they couldn't have included it, <laughs> but yeah. Well, it was shot in 11 days during the October 2020 COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, we're still in it, but 11 days. Oh, sorry, sorry, when? It was shot last October. October. In 11, it was shot during October last year in 11 days, which is actually mm. quite a lot given how much, because that's just shot shooting time. Surely it would have come out before time. that then. Why did it take them a lot long to edit it? COVID. They have to do reshoots or anything. Oh, COVID. That's what well, I don't mean. forget, like it's not just like a bunch of lads filter like editing. Or is it home. just they wanted to? Or is it just that because they wanted it to come out a year after production or something? I don't know, but well, don't forget, like it's not just people at home editing. Like people from different households have to go to a studio to edit it. So like mm. restrictions of that. But even so, yeah, a year, like six months to a year, is a quite a while to like get it. Obviously, it's the remake of the Danish film with the same name from 2018. Uh, it is the is second... it guilt is it guilty or the guilty? The guilty, yeah. The guilty. Uh, Antoine Farquhar, who is and Jake Gyllenhaal. Second... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Anton, Anton Fuck Squad. What? <laughs> Antoine Farquhar <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal's second collaboration. Is he, since is he from Shrek? I knew you'd say Farquhar. this. The moment I said yeah. Farquhar, and I, the moment I read it, I knew you'd say something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah I just realised there is, this has a big cast, actually, for a film, like, considering it's all voiceovers. Who's the, name. um? what was his name? Mandy. The guy who sat next to him, who was always, like, looking at him whilst he was, like, talking to people on the phone. And he was like, oh, mind your own fucking business. He's called Manny. Yeah, Adrian Martinez. Manny. Yeah. Yeah, I um, recognise him. He's been his stuff. Um, we've got Peter Skarsgård who was Henry Fisher um, 
Riley. Oh, there Bell, was another name. There was like, another name I recognised from the cast. What was that? Uh, who else was in it? Loads of people. Uh, Ethan Hawke, Christina Vidal. Uh, I heard of Ethan Hawke, but uh, who else have we got? It was a, it was a lady, I think. Devine Joy Randolph, name. Christiana Monto- uh, Montoya, uh, David Castaneda, I believe. Uh, Castaneda. Uh, Castaneda, I believe. Uh, Paul Dano is in this. Um, Eddie Patterson. Gillian. I had a rose. There was a rose or something in the name or something. I think. What was it? Or Rosara? Rosaro? Something Rosaro? In the actual, like, character's name or cast? Cast. Cast, yeah, I can't find... Uh, let's have a look at all cast. Um, oh, Rose. Oh, oh, yeah, Bill Burr's a nightclub caller in this. That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. Hey, what up, man? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Love that. <gasps> Um, Holy shit, what are you doing calling the service? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is really good. Um, link below to watch it on Netflix. Um, it's it's yeah. funny. What was the official certification? Oh yeah, what certification is it? It is. Or in Germany, that doesn't fucking help, does it? Um, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> uh, Ethan Hawke's fourth collaboration with Antoine Farquhar after training day. Uh, Brooklyn's finest and the Magnificent Seven. And <laughs> Sorry, it's just that last name. <laughs> Antoine Fuckwart. <laughs> Antoine. It sounds like when you say it, it sounds like you're saying fuckwart. <laughs> uh, Antoine <laughs> Fuckwart. <laughs> I'm going to hell. It. I'm going to hell. I'm before sorry. Before we mean it, no, uh, check out The Guilty on Netflix. Came out today in the UK. Check it out. It's available mm. in your country. You're most likely watching this in the US or the UK anyway. So link below. Mm. Um. Yeah, go watch it. Uh, latest Jake Gyllenhaal film. Watch all of Jake Gyllenhaal's films. Ninety percent of them are really good. And uh, we'll see you for the Infinite. I think came out on Prime as well uh, today or recently. So we might be watching that because for some reason it came out in the in the states like four months ago, and we've only just got around. We've only just been able to like get it. So we'll probably talk about that on Friday. Maybe if there's not anything out. Um. Yeah. Oh, actually, I want to talk about No Time to Die for like 30 seconds. Because, like... Okay. Oh, no, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. okay. That was the best chase scene ever. That was the best chase scene ever. Silence <laughs> for 10 seconds. <laughs> well, here's my thing. When I came out of it... I was... blah, 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 blah. When I came out of seeing it, in my head, it was one of the best Bond films I've ever seen, purely because I was still like quite wowed by the spectacle. Because visually, it was one of the favorite, my favorite Bond films. Thinking about it now, I still like it. I still think it's a good Bond film. Uh, spoiler territory because we have we ruined it yesterday. So go watch it. Link below. Uh, the fact that Bond dies at the end now, it will be a bit odd to reboot him. Reboot. A Bond film with Bond coming back. Obviously, I it hope dis- that happens. It feels disrespectful to Daniel Craig, but then he didn't really want. He was like debating coming back or not in between like Skyfall and Spectre, and um, then he came back for this one, knowing it was his last one. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> feisty twenty million he needed for this one to come back because like, yeah. like it was Spectre was going to be his final one for all. But anyway, this isn't a Bond, but like it's um, this isn't the Bond review, but it's 
I was very ecstatic, but also like adrenaline rush and tired yesterday. So um, I still like it. I don't like it as much as I did coming out of it, but yeah. Definitely go watch it because it is worth it. Although I just spoiled it and we spoiled it yesterday. It's worth the watch. Um, it's obviously got some re like re like reviews and about it being sort of like a bit of a woke Bond film, um, which is understandable. But everyone's got their own opinions on it. So there we go. But The Guilty, link below. Go watch it. Jillian Hall's latest film. And we'll see you next week. Last episode of What If. Mm. Yes. Yeah. This video is sponsored by Marvel's What If. No, it's Thank not. You. No, it's not. CMF. Bye bye. Yes. See you next week. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> 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 <laughs>